You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPEL965.com. The Fox Business Report is brought to you by Gulf Coast Bank, your local community bank. Whether your financial needs are for an individual, a business, or for the whole family, Gulf Coast Bank has the knowledge and products to serve you best. With nine convenient locations throughout Acadiana, you're never far from a friendly Gulf Coast Bank associate. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. There's another reading on inflation indicating it's moderating. The producer price index for June rose just one-tenth of a percent. For the year ending in June, the increase is also one-tenth of a percent. Core inflation, excluding food and energy, rose 2.4% for the year ending in June. Though the number of new claims for unemployment benefits declined last week to 237,000, the sign companies are still not conducting large numbers of layoffs. PepsiCo shares are higher. It's Earnings and forecast for the year top predictions. Delta Airlines quarter was better than expected and it is raising its annual forecast. Delta CEO Ed Bastian believes the travel rebound is not a short-term phenomenon, but a change in the way consumers choose to spend time and money. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Kosola, invested in you. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter.com slash. News Talk 96.5 KPL, Brobridge, Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios, online at matthew-james.com. The counter birth control. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News. The pill won't need a prescription anymore. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. Contraceptive medication for women and girls is moving out from behind the pharmacy counter and into the aisle with aspirin and eye drops. The Food and Drug Administration has given the okay for the once-a-day O-pill to be sold without a prescription, making it the first over-the-counter birth control pill in the U.S. The O-pill, made by Perigo, won't start shipping until early next year, and there will be no age restriction on sales. The company has not said what the O-pill will cost. The move follows the recent trend of many common medications to switch to non-prescription status, including drugs for pain, heartburn, and allergies. Birth control pills are available in a majority of countries without a prescription. The Secret Service is giving the House Oversight Committee a briefing this hour on cocaine found at the White House. Committee Chair James Comer said the, quote, alarming development requires Congress to look at the security practices of what is considered to be one of the most secure buildings in the world and determine whose failure led to it getting into the building. Members of the Biden administration have consistently said they're determined to get to the bottom of this. Fox Ryan Schmelz. The last thing on President Biden's agenda as he ends a five-day trip to Europe is a news conference with the president of Finland. President Biden's in Helsinki today. There was a meeting with the leaders of Nordic nations. We're working in lockstep on to tackle climate crisis, which you've been leaders on for a long time. And uh, in order to literally preserve our planet, it's the only existential threat humanity faces. He also talked about mutual security issues and standards for artificial intelligence use. The president will be back in Washington tonight. The trip started in England, meeting with the prime minister and the king, and then a two-day NATO summit in Lithuania. Stocks start the day higher on Wall Street. The Dow is up 105 points. The S&P up 25. The Nasdaq's up 140. America's listening to Fox News. 
hey, it's Jesse Kelly. When a restaurant closes, my reaction is, that sucks. They had good steak. When regional banks close or three of them close overnight, it freaks me out. This is why I have my own personal gold reserve. It's part of my personal protection plan. Call my friends at Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-G-O-L-D. That's Mike saying good morning. It's the best he can do right now. Yeah, not a cloud in the sky. What Mike could use is a fresh start. And Irish Spring Body Wash. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset Mike needs. Now he's ready to go to work. It's Sunday. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Hey, this is Joe Cunningham. And every weekday on my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, you can tune in for all of today's top news, local, state, and national plus analysis that you're not going to get anywhere else. All of the big topics from a local perspective right here on the Joe Cunningham Show every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m. on News Talk 96.5. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Acadiana Center for the Arts is our cultural and artistic hub serving eight parishes through community development, education, live performance, film, and exhibitions. For information on getting involved in upcoming events, call 233-7060. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 65 KPL or Town Square Media. Welcome, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us as we rock and roll. 844-766-6607 is the number. If you'd like to be part of the program, it's your opportunity to be a voice on the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. I'm expecting Brett Guyman to show up, Representative Brett Guyman to show up. Uh, Bernie Pinsonat will join us. There's a new poll out there, not only for the governor's race, but there's a new poll out there about what people think about the legislature. And what they think about what direction we're going into. And you ought to see the article they read, they wrote from CNBC. And here's the headlines. And this broke my heart. Business should flee Louisiana as soon as possible. I mean, that was a headline all over the country. You want John Bell Edwards' legacy? You want the legacy of Edwards? Bell Edwards' legacy. We'll write it for him. He can't. The media and the, and the, especially the devil's advocate will try. Then uh, 
a fell out laughing. Mark Pope's sitting in. I uh, was expecting Brandon to get back soon. Uh, Mark, you're a fell out laughing. So, uh, <laughs> why is climate change having such an impact on Louisiana? So, I thought that was fun. Okay, why are we so vulnerable? I mean, this is every day they pound us on this stuff. The, the funniest one, I'm going to get to Mark in just a second because he had a really interesting take on Louisiana. Here's the only one I want to say. A lot of you people have gone to Florida and back. I did the same thing. When we got, when we got there, most of my family would not get in the water because it was too cold. That is, a, I'm telling you the God-awful truth. I got in because I ain't sitting on the beach. I was cold. It was co- it was so comfortable when you got in it, but the advocate today, the devil's advocate, Florida is a hot water as ocean temperatures rise along the humidity. Water temperatures in the mid nineties are threatening delicate coral reefs, depriving swimmers of cooling dips. Folks, it was cold. I'm telling you, it was cold. July second, I was in the water. July fourth, it was cold. I was the only one that got in the water. Now, other people got in the water because I don't lay on the beach. And it's sitting here telling me it's the depriving of a cooling dip. The only one that got deprived of a cool dip is a food that didn't want to get in. And, Mark, you, you know, by the way, you, you, I saw this. I read the article. Once again, devil's advocate. Mark, you made a, a good point. I was telling you about Louisiana, and you brought up a, just tell them a little history of Louisiana. Remember the Worcester is two, three billion years old, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, four. And, and four, by the way, you're, and, and you've told our audience before your background yeah. is in this stuff too. Yeah, my my dad was a senior research scientist at the Louisiana Geological Survey. What What did you tell me about Louisiana years ago being underwater? So I was looking up the tectonic plates. It's been my I, I lost my dad some years back. A great man, my hero and my role model, and so on. I was looking up tectonic plates because people think tectonic plates are only out in California, you know, the Ring of Fire, oh, where yeah. they have earthquakes. No, tectonic plates make up the earth. And here in Louisiana, our tectonic plates, we, we don't have bedrock like they do in other states, okay? So in other words, it's Louisiana is the youngest geologic state in the United States, so it's built on river deposits. And, and my dad taught me this, okay? So two hundred for the better part of the last 200 million years, Louisiana has been underwater. Hold up. Underwater. Underwater. Global warming? Fossil uh, fuels? No. What? Yeah, climate <laughs> change, which is naturally occurring. Naturally occurring. Okay, so then you go back 65, at 65 million years ago, their land started showing up. In other words, the water subsided, it backed off, yep. in North Louisiana. That's 65 million years ago. It's only been 5 million years, Moon, since there was land in South Louisiana because we're built on river deposits. We're yeah, built but, but on river deposits. We didn't have fossil fuels and combustion engines. We didn't have plastic. We didn't have cows farting. Yeah. We didn't have all that back then. Now <laughs> think about it. We didn't have all that Methane back then. Methane gas, you're right. Methane gas from <clears throat> the glaciers. The, oh, my God. How in the world could that have happened, folks? But, but Moon, the, got to remember, the dinosaurs would, would rip some big ones. Okay, oh. you had dinosaurs eating plants. They had plenty of gas. Oh, no, no doubt about it. But, 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 and also I looked up, so what I, what I was reminding myself <laughs> that there was an LSU scientist, and I can't recall his name, that he said 50 to 75% of the subsidence, in other words, the sinking of Louisiana along the coast, is due to our tectonic plates. Because that we don't, it's not like in 
even Texas and Arizona and New Mexico and California, we don't have bedrock in South Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, now, it's built on river deposits. So when, you, so when you, let's go to the river deposits, when the Mississippi River gets diverted, you don't have stuff deposited on the coast, so you can't build up land. And then what happens is you say, oh, my God, sea level rising. Look, we're losing land. And it, there's a place that, that, that some Indian tribes are on, and they're losing land, and they've convinced them that it's because of global warming. That them, But it's not. It's, it's the not. version of the Mississippi River. It's a naturally occurring process, and you're right. Humans came in and built this levee system, and you you interfered with Mother Nature. And, and for the 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 marshland uh, of South Louisiana to rebuild itself, yeah. because you you restricted the flow of the Mississippi here, and that's not how it works. the The Mississippi used to run you on. You can drive I forty nine to Opelousas. There is an old course of the Mississippi yeah, River I'm, but right what there. I'm saying is the lies that are being told of people. Yes. And I'm not. You're not. And I'm not a climate denier. I know the climate changes. It's amazing how they jumped up on that that one issue. But I I just. I just read this about uh, Barry Klein, but Barry Klein's paid by the state of Louisiana, and he's saying stuff that I'm going, wow, old Barry, old Barry boy, they got you all hemmed up in a lot too, but he's being paid by the state of Louisiana, and I believe the media now, I sent a text message to John Georges, he's in, well, I ain't going to tell you where he's at, that's not fair, and uh, he was said, I'm appalled Did you think we would be paid to push this. I said, you might be appalled, but answer the question. You know, he never answered the question. He never said they didn't. He said, I'm appalled. I'm appalled. I got to read this crap every day. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, especially, you ever notice something else, Mark? Always gets, they always hit these stories harder and harder as it gets warmer and warmer. Yes. As it gets hotter and hotter. The story, every day, I had five stories in the, uh, the devil's advocate today. Four, maybe four. But, and then I read this on the Florida, and I'm going, hold up just a second. I was on the Florida beach. I was on the Florida beach. July 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. And every day the water was cold. It was cold. And then once you get in it, it was really nice. And I'm telling you, I wish my, I ain't going to put my bride on here. But my bride got about ankle deep, said, I'm not going in this. I'm not getting that cold. She wouldn't do it. And uh, sister-in-law wouldn't do it. They just wouldn't go out in it. They, they thought it was too cold. But yet we get a story in the advocate. Oh, everybody wanted to take a swim and take a dip. Now, swimming pool? that sits there with concrete and the sun shines on it all day. Now, that water was comfortable, but that water would have been not warm. It would have been closer to your body temperature when you got in. Uh, so hot Florida and hot water oceans depriving swinners of cooling dip. What the hell was I doing? I was taking a cool dip because I don't sit on the beach. Not doing it, never have, can't stand it. Not a beach. First time I've been in about four or five years. So, uh, so my Mood. wife caught me at a weak time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was a news article that you're referencing? I'm reading it right what? here, Mark. Look, look at this. Florida and hot water and ocean temperatures rise along with humility, humidity. And uh, water temperatures are depriving swimmers of cooling dips. Now, I will hand this to you. And they start. all they start doing is grabbing the uh, air quality, the world. They're getting this from the World Meteorological Organization. Talking about Japan and all that. That's, I'm telling you where it's coming from, Mark. The, the propaganda for so many dang decades, Moon, is just mind-boggling. They, 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 I'm telling y'all, these all these news organizations are being paid either directly to the news organizations or directly to the writers. 
I would love to be able to question one of these writers right here. And I bet you they can't answer the questions. Because the last time I questioned somebody, I said, well, you were against 97% of the scientists. I said, no, it's 97% of the scientists that get their money from government agrees with that. We, we're on a bad, had a friend of mine call me, folks, in all these EVs, and I got, my car, I got a car czar. He's sending me stuff. Uh, new, pro, new car prices stall in June. Electric vehicles take a nosedive. Nobody wants that crap. Let me give you a quick story. friend of mine, I'm not going to tell you where it was. His uh, friend has a car dealership, and his daughter, or son, uh, went from northern Louisiana to Austin to go to school. And the car dealership, since he owned a car dealership, he put his you know, daughter or son in an electric vehicle. So they had to drive from Monroe to San Antonio, I mean Austin. And we were guessing about eight or nine hours. If it's a little lower than that, I apologize. It, the person that was going, the young person that was going there to school or work, 22 and a half hours to get there. Stopping and electric, putting electric, stopping had to fill up, stopping had to put electricity in it. Got to Austin, which is a very leftist, progressive, leftist, woke place. Called her dad and said, Dad. I cannot drive this vehicle. I can't keep stopping in the middle of the day and charging it. Will you please come get this vehicle and bring me a combustion engine? So he took a combustion engine, which he made over there about eight or nine hours, filled it up with gas, gave it to her, and drove back, and it took him 22 hours to get back because he had to stop and keep. And now he's trying to sell a vehicle, and nobody wants to buy it. I'm just... uh. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. This is what we're fighting. This is what we're fighting. All right, we got to take a break. 844-766-6607 uh, is the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. I'm hoping Brett Guyman's going to show up here in just a few minutes and visit with him about the legislation and stuff going on. I got another Bella Edwards legacy story right here when we get back, and uh, we'll take a break. And don't forget, veto session. The votes are in today. Are we going to have a veto session? And what's the next Judas John to step forward and shoot down some good bills? We'll be right back. Louisiana is 48th in police pay, 35th in teacher pay, and dead last for firefighters. That doesn't surprise you, does it? The legislature had an extra $2 billion dollars. That's billion with a B. The blue team fought the red team, and then the red team fought the red team. They passed a budget that none of them read without permanent raises for teachers. What kind of message are we sending? It sounds like move to Texas. We don't value you. It's embarrassing. So how can we expect our children to stay, serve and build community if we don't make our teachers, police and firefighters a priority? I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm a Christian and an independent. I'm running for governor. Let's seize the future of family, community, and prosperity. Not one of crime, poverty, and potholes. Why not? Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. 
Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at Matthew-James.com. Golfballs.com. Welcome back. Microphone Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. It's honored to have Brett Guyman, who's Representative Brett Guyman. He's running for re-election, and he's one of the guys that hopes to be the next speaker for the state of Louisiana. And uh, how you doing, sir? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I don't have a, by the way, I have no problem with you being for two reasons. Number one is I know you would do a great job. And number two is I can bust your chops and you're coming back. <laughs> that's a that's a mixed bag right there. I don't know. And do I even want you to be having now no problem? Yeah. Now you don't know if you want to be speaker. Uh, yeah. No, but I don't mean it that way. What I mean yeah. is uh, me and you have uh, basically been on the same page for many years. But we had some differences too. And that, yeah. But what I'm saying is you kept coming back. And they, I appreciate that. Yeah, well, uh, and I and I think you've done a heck of a job as a, as a legislator, and, well, and that's why I tell you that. I, 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 and, and we become friends. I I, tell, I'm not, but people yeah. tell, you can tell people we you're can ruining be my career right I know, now. By the but way, but we we become friends. But wouldn't you be honest with you? If <laughs> if you did something that that you voted and I couldn't believe it, I I'd be on you first. Oh, I know you would be. I and it's, it's just be. it would be a challenging thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's move on. Uh, uh, Veto session. We're going to have one? Uh, as far All indications are yes, and we'll yeah. know officially tonight, but all indications are we're going back. Um, I haven't heard anything otherwise. So okay, here's, here's the second thing. If, we, if y'all go back, and I pray y'all do, mm-hmm. I just pray that we're going to do more than one bill. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of bills that y'all can probably challenge. Yeah, I think uh, what I Last would, time they did one, well, and, and, right. and, 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 and be honest with you, right, Senator Louis... Uh, Bernard said, "That's it. I'm doing what I'm going home. I mean, he just threw it down there and left like a little wuss. But, but, but I'm telling you, there's some other bills y'all need to concentrate. Yeah, on. no, I, I agree with you. Um, my preference would be that we would look at all the bills that, at least the ones that have veto override proof margins. Like in the House side, they got seventy plus votes, and some some of them got ninety. Some of them got a hundred. Yeah. You know, and so some of them were unanimous. So, um, to me, you know, just basic." Um, we ought to at least look at those and, and, and run those and see if we can override those. I have no idea what the Senate is thinking. I'm speaking strictly from the House side. Senate's a problem, um, no doubt. You know, so I, I would hope, like you just said, that we would at least look at all the ones that pass with those margins that are veto-proof. So Yeah, um, I, I would say why, and I know everybody knows the bill that brings it back is the one that uh, Ed, Edwards vetoed that would protect kids from being mutilated and, 
They just chemically castrated. Let's just yeah. be blunt. There was a couple other nice ones, one by Raymond Cruz, one by Dodie Horton, were really good bills, safe right. bills for everybody. Right. Right. And then, of course, they had a, uh, the franchise tax, what we, which we need to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one bill with the election cycle mm-hmm. that it looks like would be a good bill that yeah. he, he vetoes all the good stuff. It's yeah, there were, there were, there were uh, after you get past the big three, as you said, that's the big three that are basically bringing us back. Um, there are other ones that are significant that pass with large margins, and there's no reason why we wouldn't take a look at those and try to override them. I agree with you 100%. Now, yeah. uh, whether... Whether we do that or not remains to be seen, but I think the first step is everybody's waiting to make sure we're going in. And then I think over the weekend we'll probably talk among ourselves about, you know, how do we want to handle this? And, you know, we don't know what the uh, what the uh, speakers well, are going to want to do. And, and But, Brett, the, the bottom line is you don't have a veto session. It's called leadership. Mm-hmm. If it gets shut down, it's because leadership didn't want it. Am I am – I, Am I saying something that's uh, it's way be, off base? Well, look, it's going to be very helpful if if the um, if, if leadership is on board. Yes, it's going to be very helpful. Um, but don't you I, also, with saying that, leadership on what bills we override, <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah, they got to want to do this. In other words, they can blame everybody else, say they couldn't get the votes, but they got to. If they can work up votes for everything they want, they can work up votes for this too. Yeah, and, and look, the the way that happens is the author of the bill can bring the bill up to vote on overriding the veto. Uh, there can be an objection to that. There can be a, a suspension of the rules to jump over that bill. Sure. So there's a lot of things that can happen, but the author of the bill can say, short of us signing die, which means we're leaving for good at that point, um, that they want their bill to be heard. And, and, and you know, and again, now there can be an objection the, I guess to that, the, big, the big problem is you feel like it'd be a, a session, but it takes 70 votes in the House and 26 in the Senate. Mm-hmm. That's when it gets a little bit more dicey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, you know, yeah, there's no margin for error. There's no margin for error at all. Uh, I mean, I think we have what now seventy two quote Republicans yeah. in the House, or maybe seventy three, seventy two, yeah. somewhere around twenty seven Republicans in the Senate. Yeah, and I mean, so it's very, very, very tight margins. Well, we already know that one senator, Fred Mills, is is is, is not for doing this. So you're down to twenty six yeah. now in the Senate on the on the on a couple of the main bills. They end up getting twenty nine votes. They got twenty six, mm-hmm. and then you had three Democrats. That's the next question. Did the Democrats, well, were they sincere? That, were yeah. they really sincere when they voted? And what yeah. would they do now? Yeah, and th- th- those are questions that are going to be interesting to watch unfold, no doubt about it. Will they Will they vote to override a governor, um, you know, if they're a Democrat? So, you know, that's that's a that's a tough one. Well, they voted the first time. I, I always thought it was kind of odd for people to come back when it counts and don't vote the way you need to vote for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always worry about people like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, election year, governor's gone, legislature, you know, new legislature coming in, new governor coming in. That changes the landscape a little bit. So should should help should help us. Pray it changes a lot. Yeah, well. All right, we're going to take a break. His name is Brett Geimer. We're going to hold him in here till the 10 o'clock. Uh, Bernie Pinson had joined me. Interesting poll out there. And everybody's so worried about the governor's race. I'm not worried about that. It's the, what they rated the legislature and uh, how many people think we're going in the right direction. All that when Bernie comes on at 10 o'clock. We've got to take a break. Be right back. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. 
Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, home school. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make pests go away. J&J Exterminating. Get the shield. Yeah. Hey, folks, discover Raging Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Raging Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, Creole sauce, seasonings, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Raging Cajun's authentic recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana for over 38 years. As for Raging Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today, Raging Cajun, original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask him for that Raging Cajun. Oh, Shucks, you been hearing me brag about Shucks. Been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, there's shrimp, there's oysters, there's fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good. Support local. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Hi, all. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. Representative Brett Guyman, one of the leaders in the House on the conservative side and uh, wants to be the next Speaker of the House as well. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. All right, so election right now, no, no opponent, right? For me, no. Not that I'm aware of. No. I haven't heard of that anyone. Might pop up tomorrow because qualifying yeah, be, for another month. Qualifying is, um, I believe, August the 8th. Okay, so, a little less yeah, than a month. A little less than about three weeks or so three and a half weeks. So yeah, no hoping, hoping we have no one and haven't heard of anyone. Yeah, so. I, I hope you don't either. But, but, yeah. uh, my next question is now, how hard has it become to speak of the house? <laughs> I'm a, asking because, you know, you're not the only one that's running for yeah, there's, some, there's other people that are there running. There are, there, there's a, there's a handful of people running, uh, or, uh, um, have expressed the desire to run good folks. We're going to have some good choices for, for the body to choose yeah. from. Hopefully, they like me the best, yeah. but um, that that's that's remains to be seen. How hard is it? It's, it dep- I guess, it depends on the approach you take. Uh, I'm trying to go out and visit with as many people as I can face to face. I'm traveling as and much. And you're gonna have a bunch of new members coming. We in, have a bunch of new members. You're not gonna know that till November. You're probably. not gonna know that till November. That's yeah. right. I'm trying to meet all the candidates that are running for the seats that are open, uh, just so that that I have a relationship with them. It, it's almost it's 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 a challenge, but again, I think it depends a little bit on how you go about the approach you go about in doing it, but. Um, and there's a lot of other factors we can't control. The governor, um, you know, who gets reelected. You know, a lot of things that are just out of our control. So, uh, you, you, uh, you wouldn't there when I call them the fraud squad. I'm not going to get you tied up and all that. But 
I'm still concerned about something like that happening again. And I'll tell you why. You got, you got enough Republicans. I mean, you got, you're going to end up with 37 Democrats, 38 maybe. Yeah. Okay. You only need 15. And you still got some of the people that did it last time. Yeah. And I, when I asked one of them, they, they basically told me that uh, they didn't guarantee me that wouldn't happen again. They guaranteed me that we'll have a Republican Speaker of the House and say, well, we got one now. Yeah. So my question is, does that concern you? Because the Democrats are sitting over there and saying, hey, I'll cut another deal. And if they get enough Republicans and give them, we saw this. We saw all this happen. Does that concern you happening this time? Or you I, think that we're going to be able to get away from that? I think that possibility always exists. You know, and look, the reality is among the Republicans that we have, good morning, Brandon, among the Republicans <laughs> we have, what's up? He made yeah. it already. Yeah. Like a millennial, he just woke up. Oh, <laughs> Boy, I've been in here since early, early this morning. Dude, they hit me one time. Uh, you walk in, you got hit already. Man, come on now, yeah. Brett. I don't, know what, I don't know what you did to Brett last time. I man. Was, I'm not asking. Oh, so, because I can't play the country music? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm mad at you. Oh. So, so, you know if you want to, I'll play it off there. Okay. Um, so, uh, so I think, look, we're going to have a, we're going to have a Republican governor. Um, who that is, we don't know. No, but we're we going to have a Republican that. governor, uh, more than likely. And I think that changes the landscape of um, that speaker's race that, that happened last time when you had a Democrat governor. So that's my opinion. I don't know that, you know. That, that, the Senate president is going to be important, too. They're both, both positions are going to be very important. And and so I think with a Republican governor, it's less likely that you have a, um, a, a Democrat block vote. That, that's just what I think. I don't know for sure. But look, the reality is among Republicans, we have a, a, a spectrum of, of, you know, from conservative to, to more moderate. It's just reality. It doesn't mean that we can't all get together and elect a speaker from no, within. But it, it, it's a I, challenge I, I, because, I, like me, you know, I'm, I'm more on the conservative yeah. side. But I also, I think, at least I think, and I think my colleagues think this of me, is that I'm a, I'm a very reasonable person. I'm very You're going to be fair. I ain't worried about you. I'm very mild-mannered, and, and um, I don't like to play all the games that go on. So I, I'm hoping that I would appeal to some of the more moderate members in that regard. And do, do you? Uh, I'm, I'm going to make a statement. Uh, I believe that if you had the right Republican governor that was a really conservative mm-hmm. and the, the speaker and the Senate president would, would, would in line with the governor to do things that we know we need to change the state, I do think some of these, what I call weak Republicans, moderate, whatever you want to call them, I think they get in line with you. Hey, look, you I think they get it because they're the type, they kind of go with the flow and how the wind blows. So if the wind's blowing that way, you're going to get a lot of those. Let me hey, tell am you, I wrong by saying No, that? you're not. Let me tell you something very interesting, if you don't mind. i got a couple of minutes left yeah, with you, I no, guess. So, so we, we had an opportunity, and I'm not here to talk about the presidential election, so don't throw me in that, underneath <laughs> that bus. But I did have an opportunity to visit with, personally, with um, Governor DeSantis of Florida. Yeah. Uh, it was a great honor. Went with some of my colleagues, and we, we traveled to Florida and visited with him. And, you know, he said the exact thing that you just said. When he came in as governor with that conservative agenda, the whole, he was able to unite the whole Republican legislative body behind him. And the moderates that typically would not have been with the conservatives got in line. And some of them, he said, even went out in front and began to promote some of that agenda. And he said, yep. really, it just it unifies everybody. And I think when you get a Republican governor, you're going to see uh, the Republican delegation work much more closely together than we than we have in the past. I don't doubt that, the but session. the only thing I, 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 I have a little doubt on it is who, tell me who the speaker is and tell me who the Senate president is, and then I can tell you how it's going to go. Well, I could pretty much make the calls. They will give in on some things, and they're not going to give in on things, but 
you got to have some people. That, I'm not saying, and see, this is people thinking, well, Moon wants the governor to run everything. No, I'm not I was getting that. ready to say, now, we have to be careful. The Speaker and the Senate President, in my opinion, should be independent from the not government. arguing with that. And they should. I, I didn't say that. The, I, I well, said the agenda yeah. of the conservative agenda can yeah. be pushed. I just said it doesn't mean you're not going to have a difference in yeah. change and block things and all yeah. that. Yeah. I get, And I don't want the governor to say, right. I'm king. We've right. been having that. Right. Okay? Right. And, uh, you know, we've seen the threats in this governor and taking away projects and all that stuff. And, you know, I'd like to get away from some of that. You know, your, your buddy uh, uh, running for governor, Treasurer uh, Schroeder, made a good point. He said he wished, and, and I'm thinking you the speaker, and you probably can't answer this, but I'm going to throw it at you anyway. He made a good point. He said we ought to vote on HB1 and HB2 the first two weeks. Get that out the way, and then we can do it. There's a lot of talk. Moon, there's a lot of talk about that. Uh, others, that makes sense. Well, you don't uh, have this crazy. You take that leverage away. And look, here's the, here's the reality of that for those, those who follow the political process in, in Baton Rouge. The leverage comes from House Bill 1 and House Bill 2. All okay, it. Moon, you're, you're a state rep. You know, if you don't vote this way and this way and this way, I'm going to take this project out and this project out. That's the leverage that's always been there. And John Schroeder, when he was a rep, and I served with him, also, you know, and, and he's always said, even as treasurer, until you fix that problem. Oh, that, he's not the that, only one saying it, but I just remember no, him saying I, it lately. I, I'm just saying that that is, and he's right on that issue, that until you take that problem off the table, you're going to have that, that issue pop up all the time. So if you got rid of the budget bills early, then you would remove that leverage. But in reality, I don't know, can that work? Can that happen? Those are questions that need to be discussed, but a, certainly a good idea. So I'm going to give you a headline. I just shared it with you. This was uh, CNBC, and they took 10 different metrics to talk about business climate in the state. But the headline blew me away. Business should flee Louisiana as soon as possible. Now, this Douglas McIntyre might be a leftist, but all he did was take the metrics. And I ain't got to tell you, it's last in crime and health care and everything else. Brett, can we, do, do we still have a chance to change this? I, uh, I, I, because our migration, and I think the last eight years, my opinion only, Edwards hurt us and he set us back so far. And everything is federal money now. Everything, federal money, federal money. Can we stop this? Look, I, it's easy to get frustrated. Um, it's it's easy to sit back and go. I've been doing this thirty years. I know you it's, have. I, it's I not easy to get frustrated. I'm frustrated. <laughs> it, and a lot of times you sit back, especially after the last session that we just came out of. For us that are there, it's like you know what? You just fight, 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 and nothing ever seems to really change. But I'm going to tell you that I'm still optimistic that it can. And 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 I'm back. I came back to this. I know process. So I've come back. I came back for my grandkids, and I'm not here to campaign. But I mean, I came back for my grandkids, and I want to do something significant to move Louisiana into a different direction. And I, I'm willing to make those tough votes, and I'm willing to make those sacrifices to do that. I think with the right governor, it's going to start there. It's going to start at the fourth floor. That agenda is going to come down. Right speaker, right Senate president, and right legislative body, which there's a lot of great people running for office right now in these open seats. If we can get them elected, I think you can make the change. It, it, look, it's going to be hard. Look look what every good, successful governor around the state, Arkansas, Texas, Florida, Florida yeah. Those are the models right now we ought to be looking at, but they get hammered every single day. It's a tough job. It's you're going to take a lot of heat and a lot of criticism, but I think we can get it done. How would you like to be like DeSantis, where you you squeaked in, and the next time you won by 20 points, but you won by because of what you've done. What and you I done. still believe that the right governor comes along, and you have the right people and the, the president, the Senate, and the speaker. I still believe we got a shot. I do, but I, I agree. Unfortunately, I think this is the last shot. Yeah, because. You can't keep losing people, and yeah. you can't be so dependent on the federal government. Yeah. Those are two things that are happening because, you know, we're not creating jobs. We're not keeping our people here. Yeah. And he said, the people that are leaving here are educated. Yeah. 
people that stand here, I'm not cutting us, I'm just saying a lot of people stand here are the poor people. We made it easy to be poor here. Yeah. They can get mad at me all they want to. Yeah. No, we, we, look, we have to throw long and deep right now, and we have to go for it, and we have to go for the tough issues, and we have to be willing to make those tough votes and, and make those tough decisions. And, and, and with again, well, I think, Ryan, that, I think it's really about leadership. I think we need the right governor. Um, and the right legislative body, and I think we can get it done. But I, 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 I'm back. Like I said, I came back because I think it's possible. If I thought if I'd given up, I'd be fishing. So I'd, and I'd be with you. I mean, you know, I haven't <laughs> given up yet. I haven't given up yet. No, I don't. I don't want anybody to give up. It's why I keep the fight myself. Yeah. It's just so frustrating to watch this. When I look back, somebody asked me the other day. I said, I think I failed. Thirty years of failure on the air, and they said, Why? Because I said we. I haven't seen improvement. And I've been fighting it every day. I said, but had they listened to me, this is my consolation. This is what I tell myself. Had they listened to me, we would have changed the state. They didn't listen to me, and we gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Because it's not getting better in a lot of areas. It's gotten worse. Well, you and, can, and, and I hate to use those terms, you know, but I'm hearing more and more people sound like me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not cutting anybody. I'm just telling you, we need some drastic changes. They're well, going to look radical when they're really not. You can't just catch up to a state. Yeah. You got to pass the state. Well, in the sports analogy, when you get a good coach coming in to take over a program and they rebuild, and all of a sudden everybody gets excited about it and they start winning, it's the same thing. We need the right leaders, and everybody will get excited, and, and everybody will unite, and all of a sudden you'll see the Republicans come together, and we'll, we'll start getting some things done. That's what I believe. Yeah, they, they uh, uh, Governor Edwards is trying to take his last lick and talk about all the great things they've done. I, I just floored at how he can claim victory of anything that we've accomplished to change. Well, look, I, I, I'm looking so far forward now. I'm, I'm looking in January. I don't. It's you like, know, you don't me, even see him no to more. To me, he's, <laughs> yeah, I don't even see any of that anymore. I don't hear it. It just it's coming. Yeah, I don't even hear it. I'm, I'm already looking into January and can't wait for a new, uh, you know, to move forward with something new. His name is Representative Brett Guyman. He is running for Speaker of the House, and we'll see what happens. Brett, thank you as always. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All and right, Brandon, keep that music coming, man. Yeah. And tell him to show up on time every night. <laughs> Y'all wrong for that, man. Y'all know why I he wasn't start, here. He started that, not me. Uh-huh. All right, we'll go. We'll be right back. welcome a new sponsor to the Moon Graffon Show, the Nicole Spellman Group. They're the number one real estate group that serves the whole state of Louisiana. I know Nicole. She's good people, and her team sell hundreds of homes a year. Charles is a big fan of Nicole with the Nicole Spellman Group. She performed double duty for him by selling his Prairie View home while he was also looking for a new one. Within four days of listing the property, she had already delivered a full price offer. Nicole also helped Charles find his perfect forever home. And ever since, he's been referring her to everyone he knows. Trust me, you can trust the Nicole Spellman Group. Get in touch with them at NicoleSpellmanGroup.com. That's NicoleSpellmanGroup.com. Call Nicole Spellman Group. Write it down. 225-629-1900. 225-629-1900. Let them find your dream home anywhere in Louisiana. We all use technology to make our lives simpler. But you may be losing a human touch with your customers. If your business telephone system is antiquated, or you're near the end of a contract with your internet and phone service provider, it's time to contact Line One about their hosted phone service. 
They can set up with the technology tools to create a more personal relationship with your customers utilizing their state-of-the-art cloud-based telephone system. Line One has user-friendly phones, web meetings, video conferencing, and can integrate your smartphones with your office phone system. Imagine your smartphone integrated with your business phone system. With the Line One app, your office will have the ability to transfer calls directly to your smartphone. And when you make a call from the app, it will display the call ID of your business, not your cell number. Your Line One system will be intimately configured for your business needs. Check us out at Line.One. Line.One. It's time to talk to the professionals. Learn more about the technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you. Stay cool. Since 1971, Louisiana Endowment for the Humanities has reached out to scholars, institutions, and local communities to enrich our shared culture. Want to know more about LEH and the rich culture of Louisiana? Visit leh.org for more information or to donate. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Quick hour this morning, 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax and Wealth Management Hotline, if you'd like to be part of the program. Morning, I mean, the CNBC story, businesses, business should flee Louisiana as soon as possible. You're talking about Edwards' legacy. I mean, unbelievable. Anyway, more to come. Uh, Bernie Pinson, don't go nowhere. Bernie's going to join us. Uh, there was a poll that came out before I get to my next guest. And uh, it's got a little bit of everything in there, the governor's race. Uh, there's also uh, what they think of the, the, legisl- the legislature. <laughs> Did, <laughs> positive. The way they think the state's headed. I mean, all that stuff in the next hour of the program. All right. Jude Savoy joins us. Mr. Good Jude. Morning, Jude's here to make fun of me, folks. <laughs> and it's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. You ever, you ever seen... People more happy to make fun of me. Yes. I, I watched a video of it. <laughs> All right, Jude. Uh, by the way, I just want to say this. Jude, last time I had Jude on, he was announcing he was running for clerk of court. Where are you running for clerk of court at? Clerk of court in Vermillion Parish. Okay. That ain't what you came for. That's not what I'm here for today, Moon. I'm here to announce uh, something that's going to rock the world of Acadiana and okay. Louisiana. Well, tell me what's going on. Moon, we're going to roast you like a pig <laughs> as hard as we can. And I'm going to Brad to tell you, I'm going to be the first one on the front row laughing as hard as I can. Hey, so what's going on? Because it, 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 this roast we did before, it's the same thing, somewhat the same thing, but it, what, what it is, it's, it's a fundraiser. It's a fundraiser. Something. Yes, Let's talk so. about what it benefits first. It benefits the Louisiana Military Museum in Abbeville, Louisiana. That's kind of cool because the last time we did it for Honor Air, and it was uh, it was flying the brand where they were flying people to the military. Uh, uh, actually, a new was it a new graveyard a memorial deal? I can't remember exactly, so. but but they flew people left for free and and these uh, veterans and stuff like that. So this case is a museum that we benefit. It's a military museum. It's a military museum in Abbeville, Louisiana. And listen, I, I've been uh, on the board now for several years, and it's an honor to serve for sure. Uh, we are dedicated to Louisiana veterans. We go all the way back to the 1700s forward. French and Indian War, Vietnam, Korea, World War II, you name it. We honor Louisiana veterans as best as we can. Okay. 
Now let's talk about the event where my rear end is put out there on a stage. Let's talk about the event. How can people get tickets? It's I think it's uh, August 24th. It's August 24th at 6 p.m. at the Hilton on Pinhook in Lafayette, Louisiana. Um, we will be launching uh, the official website or uh, Scantron, whatever you'd like to call it, QR code tomorrow. Individual tickets will be able to be bought through eventbrite.com. Uh, you'll be able to use that QR code to get there. Uh, we do also have sponsorship opportunities for tables and different levels, so you will contact me for that. So what you're telling me is we're going to have some people that are going to have some fun with me. I cannot wait. Can can you can you talk, tell us some of the people that would be roasting me on stage? And, 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 and I know some of them are shorter than others, some are longer than others. Yeah, the format uh, we're going to go with, we're going to have some longer uh, roasts, you know, between five and ten minutes, and then we're going to do a rapid fire. And uh, <laughs> I've talked to a few state officials that are very eager to come and roast you. <laughs> it's all politicians, <laughs> just about, not all. Not all politicians. Not Can you all name politicians. any of them? I mean, eventually you're gonna have to name. I'm some. gonna have to name some in the end. I tell you what, I get. Let me name one. Go ahead. And he's not a politician, but uh, he did play one once. John Sutherland. John Dr. Sutherland. Dr. Sutherland. Dr. Dr. Sutherland roasted me last time. Let me tell you something about John. He puts on a show, and I can promise you, everybody in there will get roasted. Not just me. <laughs> it's just the way he does it. He does it. He does it. It's a, he's a very, very funny guy. And listen, John. John is so excited about this because, I like know. he said, any time I can go after Moon. It's yeah. a great day in Yeah, my because I, this is the one I can't come back on. Exactly, exactly. Well, we'll give you a little time at the end to do a little rebuttal. A little? Uh, <laughs> I'm used to two hours. <laughs> and don't forget, I got three hours on that every day, so I can rebuttal for 15 well, you hours. You can rebuttal all you want, but that <laughs> night, we're going to make it all about you and the veterans to make money. Yeah. So uh, we're going to really have a good time. And listen, it, it's going to be... You're not you going to mention any of the other roasts? Man, I eventually you got to mention. I, I, listen, I'm going to slow roll the ro uh, the roast. Well, name out. one. Name one more. Okay, Blake Adams. He's a local guy. I've already talked to Blake, and Blake's excited himself. I don't even know Blake. It, that's great though, because he oh, can cross I'm an, the line. I'm gonna I'm find I'm gonna <laughs> find out a lot about Blake before I get there. <laughs> Let's just say I've had some good conversations with uh, Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungess. Oh yeah, bring him. Yeah. So uh, Billy's one of them guys. He's ready. Oh, no. I, I, I can give you some names to get ready. <laughs> so we'll see. Hey, listen, uh, you know. we, we, last time we had this, and the reason I'm only bringing it up because it was really successful. I hope people will, will buy tickets and Absolutely. come. What are they going to get for the tickets besides seeing my rear end roasted? Well, look, it, it's a sit-down meal at the Hilton, like I said. Um, we will have a plated meal. You won't even have to do a buffet thing. We got people that are going to wait on you hand and foot, which is actually kind of amazing, you know. But uh, we ask that everybody do uh, business casual. We want this to really be nice to honor our veterans. And I'd say to honor Moon, but we, we want no, to have fun with No, this ain't to you. honor me at all. <laughs> yeah, it's all Matter about fact, roasting you. You know what's funny? I just thought about this. Brian, you ready? Mm -hmm. August 23rd is my 30th anniversary on the air. Oh, well. August 24th, I get my rear end blasted. Maybe they won't be at 31st year because I might quit after this roast. <laughs> well, then I'll have to see if we can eat pot roast that night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just thought about that, the 23rd. So they get a meal, a, a bar, open bar, all that stuff for them? Or is uh, any we, of that part of it? We're going to try and do an open bar. It depends on how much money we actually raise. You know, it depends on how many people want to actually roast. Well, if, you do an, but if you do an open bar, they can uh, they pay down. Yeah, if not, it'll be a cash bar, but all the food will be covered, and they get to see you squirm in a chair. You ain't going to see me squirm. Brandon, Brandon didn't go to the last one. If you caught me, you saw me laugh harder than anybody in the building. Brandon knows me. 
I laugh hard as anybody in the building. Hey, look, this time, though, I'm putting you on stage in a chair, just like on Comedy Central. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I want you to wear the crown and everything. That's so. going to be better than the last one in the sense because Moon was in the, you in the audience. In the no, last no, one. I actually sat when it came down off oh, okay. the stage. I was right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah but so they had to hug me. They had to yeah, shake my hand and hug me. We need to see you. Yeah. We need to see you with your little <laughs> reflections in your mouth. I ain't going to do it my laugh, did. though. I got to tell you. You ain't yeah. got to worry about me. Yeah, I, I, I never do. So what is it? A good entertaining, good night, good calls. How can people get in touch with you to get tickets or tables? Look, tables, you can give me a call. My number is 337-380-5495. For general admission tickets, you can go to Eventbrite tomorrow and purchase them there. We'd love to have y'all. Please support it. It's a great cause. A goofy person. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you, dude. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you. All right, we gotta take a break. More to come. Moon Graffon Show. Bernie Pimpson out when we get back. Facts, the Dan Bongino Show, here on News Talk 96.5, KPEL. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. No fingerprints, no DNA, no leads. Fox News and the Secret Service says without any physical evidence, it won't be possible to determine who brought cocaine into the White House. Members and staff of the House Oversight Committee got a briefing this morning. Those drugs were discovered in a phone cubby inside the West Wing back on July 2nd. There was even a brief evacuation of the White House because there were concerns it could be something much more hazardous. Since then, the White House has been sending most questions over to the Secret Service. But Congressman James Comer of Kentucky, among those demanding answers, he says the presence of illegal drugs in the White House is unacceptable and a shameful moment in White House history. Congress funds now, security procedures and the Secret Service has a responsibility to maintain effective safety protocols. Fox's Mark Meredith at the White House. The man who shot and killed 11 people at a synagogue in Pittsburgh five years ago is eligible for the death penalty. That decision comes from a federal jury. It means there will be another stage where the jurors hear more testimony about Robert Bauer's life and mental health history and about the people whose lives he took and the people he wounded. And then a decision about whether he gets the death penalty or life in prison. Americans, like women and girls in most other countries, are going to be able to get birth control pills without a prescription. The FDA approving the O-Pill, 
for over-the-counter use. It's made by the Dublin-based Perigo company, which says it will likely be available early next year, but hasn't said what the medication will cost. In May, an FDA advisory panel, including doctors and healthcare specialists, voted unanimously that the benefits of making a birth control pill available over-the-counter vastly outweigh the risks. The O-pill was approved for prescription use 50 years ago, and the over-the-counter version will be identical to the prescription version. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. The Labor Department reports that wholesale inflation is down, so are new unemployment claims on Wall Street. The Dow is down 59 points. America's listening to Fox News. Do you have heart failure and often hear? Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist. Ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. When a restaurant closes, my reaction is, that sucks. They had good steak. When regional banks close or three of them close overnight, it freaks me out. This is why I have my own personal gold reserve. It's part of my personal protection plan. Call my friends at Oxford Gold Group. Call 833-404-GOLD. 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-G-O-L. Court-appointed special advocates or CASA are specially trained volunteers that help secure safe homes for abused and neglected children. Don't let these innocent victims slip through the cracks of our complicated legal system. Get involved today. Call CASA at 268-5111. This nonprofit organization moment brought to you by News Talk 96.5 KPL. Hey, this is Joe Cunningham, and every weekday on my show, The Joe Cunningham Show, you can tune in for all of today's top news, local, state, and national, plus analysis that you're not going to get anywhere else. All of the big topics from a local perspective right here on The Joe Cunningham Show every weekday, 3 to 4 p.m., on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. do that to me. Every time they take pictures in this company, they always make sure I'm the last one. I, I you know, and, and then they everybody's laughing about it. Then they have to make it so you don't break the camera. You uh-huh. get all the jokes, and that's that's what's going on. So I was the last one, and the guy said, "Well, Bob just blew." <laughs> I, mean, I told him, I said, "Look, I'm just gonna try not to break the camera when I take mine." Yeah, so yeah, you know, well, you, you must have survived. You could, but yeah. didn't survive. <laughs> anyway, how y'all all? Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Eight four four seven six 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 zero seven is a Matthew James. Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. We're joined by a gentleman that's been a poster, been in Louisiana politics and watching it for a long, long time. His name is Bernie Pinsonat. And uh, Bernie, how you doing, brother? I'm good. What's up? Man, hard work and dedication, but I think you already know that. So uh, let's talk about the poll, yeah. Bernie. You, that's that's what uh, that's one of the many things you do, but that's something that you uh, 
very, very familiar with. Tell us about the poll, uh, where it came from, when it was taken, all that stuff, who took it, and then let's talk about some of the numbers. Well, it was it was done for done for by an organization out of Lafayette. You know, citizens for New Louisiana. I think yeah, it was Michael Lunsford. Um, I ended up calling Greg Rigamer mm-hmm. to basically run it because I'm doing so many other things involved in campaigns and other stuff. So I just said, you know, I'd work with him on it. Let he actually ran it, his his facility, and uh, we wanted to take a look at the governor's race and also look at the recent session and uh, some of the issues that came out of the session. We normally, uh, and Greg did a good job. We came up with some questions that we followed in the news media on how the session ended, the the controversy related to the budget. Uh, We also asked about one of the backgrounds in the governor's race. You know, do you think things have gotten better? And then do you think the legislature or anyone has fixed anything? Uh, One of the things I had noticed in other polls was the alarming number of people who were starting to say that they had, there was no optimism about the future of Louisiana. Things weren't, what this poll showed, 55%, which is a huge number. 55% says things are getting worse in Louisiana, only 24%. So I'd noticed that in other surveys. So we zeroed in on that and why. Uh, why was this? Why was it such pessimism across Louisiana? And it doesn't. <laughs> I don't know if you really need a poll to, you know, since uh, this this legislature and the governor started four years ago. Insurance rates. Uh, they made some half-hearted attempt. Insurance rates for the automobiles are still sky high. Uh, crime is. A big problem still in the cities. Educational standards. We're now trying to figure out a way to pass people, even though they don't make the grades. Reading scores are horrendously bad. Uh, kids are still leaving Louisiana in droves. If we, the next census, we would probably lose another congressional seat. Uh, jobs. Um, we don't have enough jobs to keep our kids in in Louisiana, and the Medicaid rows remain about 41, 42 percent, which is another horrendously bad number. That's a number of poor people, great indication. So whatever you're looking at, the last four years, none of those areas have improved, and, and the public's picked up on it. And they're dissatisfied. So I don't think there was anything in this poll that was shocking. I think the thing that was shocking was people have been paying attention. And for only 24% of the state to say things are getting better, that was a very interesting number. And I think it says a lot about the governor's race. People are looking for a legislature and a governor that will actually fix systemic problems that have existed 
you know, forever and ever. You, you can spend all the money you want, and that's what this last session was about. Most legislators, I'm amazed that, well, look, if we have $2 billion or if we had $100 billion, they would spend it. Mm-hmm. But the public doesn't see it that way. Public that They don't associate with spending gobs of money with fixing problems. I mean, yeah, you fix the roads, but that's what we pay taxes for. So it's, but the problems related to our kids staying here, problems related to crime, problems related to education, that's not about money. That's about the system we have. That's about uh, how we approach problems and lack of fixing them is what the, this poll clearly shows that there is no optimism out there that things are going great in Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, Bernie Pinsonat, a big poll that was just released. Uh, you know, Bernie, I saw some numbers. Let's go back to something you talked about. Uh, 70% survey believe state legislators were irresponsible. I mean, that goes back to leadership. It goes 100% to leadership. Our lack of leadership, should I say. Well, they started off with the wrong approach. The, there was a better fight four years ago, and you ended up with uh, leadership that was controversial. Republicans across Louisiana, uh, well, I think, were amazed to see that. The, the, not that it's a big issue out there, but I think the people who are politicos or understand how the system works, I don't think any of them were that pleased in the way that leadership evolved and emerged. Uh, I think if that, I I don't see Landry or Wagesback or or any other candidate for governor, um, Schroeder, Hewitt, uh, wanting us to have such a messed up leadership. Uh, Basically, what happened then was a, a recipe for failure. I said that then, and I don't think he needed a political brain to figure figure out that what they did and how it ended up evolving with the partisanship, the petty pettiness, mm-hmm. the vindictiveness. All of those things can be applied to, especially the House and the leadership. Yeah, yeah, they still uh, the real conservatives in the House. They just got butchered and beat up by Republicans, and that's that's what makes me so mad. They got beat up by Republicans in leadership. Well, like I said, if you put nine leaders in head of lead, you make them leaders, and they really are nine leaders, Senate and House, this is what you get. This is the results you get. Um, now, look, the only thing that's saving any of them is we got all this federal money floating around, and everybody thinks this is going to be a savior, but it's not. We don't have the jobs you just mentioned earlier. And if you don't have the jobs, you're not keeping your kids, and you're not changing the state. We don't have that. I, I, look, I'm not going to sit here and say money's not important, and you'd rather be that than have being cutting services. But when we didn't have money or what, whatever, when we were cutting the budget and gender was being criticized, guess what? Without any money and with money, and we've had money galore, mm-hmm. the basic problems that people care about haven't been fixed. So it's not about money. I don't care how much money we have or don't have. We still don't have solutions to basic problems. Like, can you lower my automobile insurance because my kids in Texas, my kids wherever, are paying half what I'm paying. Uh, We're spending all this money on higher education, 
and the kids are leaving, so we're educating our best and brightest, and they're leaving to another state. Fix that. What is the problem? Has the legislature ever held, held a hearing on that and brought in expert witnesses? What can we do? Nah. They're too, bad, bitty, they're too petty fighting about who's going to get a project or not project. And by the way, the, 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 the reaction against the legislature by what they read about the pettiness and the name-calling and the punishing, that's not the way... Voters in Louisiana raise their kids. They don't, want, they don't raise their kids to go out and be, you know, petty, vindictive people. They didn't like what they read. They, they don't like, they don't believe that you should use money to punish. It's their money. It's not the legislators. Taxpayers back home do not want any system that their tax money is used to punish another legislator because they don't like the way he voted. That is, it, that, I mean, people read that, and people, I get talked to a lot because people know me. They just cannot believe that, that such a system or such a group of people even exist. This is 2023, and their tax money is being used to punish someone because they don't belong to this group or they don't belong to that group. If you want to talk about reform, what we ought to do is reform the system so that they don't have, they're not capable of controlling money or, or handing it out properly. If, if I'd have put that in the poll, that would have been 90%. Yeah. We need a system now where just take the money away from them and say, let's, let's decide on who actually needs it. What actually is going to improve a community? Where is the money actually needed and stuff? You can bet 40%. I think we're already seeing projections. 40% of it would be used for nothing, make no difference, solve no problems. So how we spend money ought to be one of the main things the next legislature looks at, including the governor. No doubt about we it. Have, we have such small-minded people in the legislature. Their whole approach is, if you don't agree with me or you don't vote with me or you're not conservative enough, you're not liberal enough, let's take that money and take it away from you so that you can't get elected or, yeah. or, or reelected or I'm going to punish you. That isn't the way the average person thinks in Louisiana. They don't raise your children to be that petty. No, you're right. I think you're getting it on the head. Let me take a break. Bernie Pitts and I have my special guest, new poll out there. Come back and visit with Bernie a little bit more. Uh, you're listening to The Moon Crafon Show. We take a break. Be right back. Louisiana's 48th in police pay, 35th in teacher pay, and dead last for firefighters. That doesn't surprise you, does it? The legislature had an extra $2 billion. That's billion with a B. The blue team fought the red team, and then the red team fought the red team. They passed a budget that none of them read without permanent raises for teachers. What kind of message are we sending? It sounds like, move to Texas. We don't value you. It's embarrassing. So how can we expect our children to stay, serve, and build community if we don't make our teachers, police, and firefighters a priority? I'm Hunter Lundy. I'm a Christian and an independent. I'm running for governor. Let's seize the future of family, community, and prosperity, not one of crime, poverty, and potholes. Why not? Hunter Lundy, governor. Paid for by Lundy for Louisiana. Insanity. Doing the same thing again and again and expecting a different result. 
Louisiana's education system consistently ranks at the bottom. For years, we've had the same wrong answer, throw more money at the problem. But something is happening in other states. Parents are being empowered to pick a school that fits their child's need through education scholarship accounts. Parents in other states can choose where to spend their child's education dollars. Public school, private school, charter school, homeschool. You can learn more at a school that fits.com at a school that fits.com. I'm Brandon Trossclair, a successful businessman from Gonzales, Louisiana. Did you know that Louisiana is the only state in the country where we can't audit our elections? As your next Secretary of State, we will be held accountable and transparent to the people of Louisiana and restore trust in our elections. Let's clean up our elections, Louisiana. Go to letsgobrandon.net to learn more. I'm Brandon Trossclair, and I approve this message. Bikers Against Child Abuse empowers children to not feel afraid of the world in which they live. For more information, visit BACAWorld.org. Our helpline is 866-885-9474. BACA, breaking the chains of abuse. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Bernie Pinsonat, my special guest right here on the Moon Graffon Show, 844-766-6607. You can always email me, moon at moongraffon.com. Uh, the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Hotline. Uh, hey, Bernie, I, 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 before I get back to the poll, uh, CNBC had a they had 10 metrics. They judged every state dealing with the business climate. And they had us ahead of Alaska, which, you know, you don't have a lot of people live there. And this was the headlines of the story. Bush, you ready? Business should flee Louisiana as soon as possible. Now, that is a national story. And it goes on to talk about health care, quality of workforce, infrastructure, economy, life, health, inclusion. Uh, everything you can imagine in here is in here. And I'm going by listening to what your poll uh, as I had to say, and then I'm looking at this, and this goes on and on and on, and that's my frustration for 30 years now. And we have never tried to change this state in the ways we need to change it. We haven't even tried, Bernie. And the last four to eight years have been horrendous. Well, like I said, is the legislature had a hearing or brought in people and said, what can we do better? Let's pass some legislation. Let's change this, change that. No. No, they're too busy fighting among themselves. They're too busy. Okay, we're going to punish them because they're, they're not they're not with us. So we got to take their chairmanships away. You saw that with, I mean, the the, the house was the biggest dumpster fire in the history of uh, legislatures. I've never seen a more petty, childish, silly group. Uh, how they operated in my life. But don't that start at the top, was, Bernie? Don't that start with the speaker? No, the, the leadership was pathetic. Yeah. Not not all the leadership, but most of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, the the chairmans were engaged in punishing Republicans. Like this, this is this is the New Deal in Louisiana legislature. Our whole goal is to punish people who don't go along with us. Our whole goal is to punish people who don't whatever. Now, whether whether they're they're right or wrong, they're still responsible. Well, let me let me, you give fix, you, let, let me give you a scenario. If you're not getting though. along, you got to fix it. Let me give you a scenario though. The Democrats didn't go along with a lot of the Republican agenda, 
but yet they got a million dollars when the budget was done so they could buy their votes. They didn't get punished. They didn't get stuff taken out of that district. It was Republicans who disagreed with the Republican establishment, not on everything, just on a few bills. And they got punished by leaders at the top, Jake Snyder and the rest of them, they, Tanner, Bad News, Big Mouth McGee, they punished people who shouldn't have got punished, but they rewarded the Democrats who voted to mutilate children and allow boys to go to girls' bathrooms. They award, voted for abortion. They award, They voted for them. They helped them. Well, look, I could have put I could have put some of the reality in that poll about punishing Republicans. I mean, it would have been ninety percent of the Republican voters would have said, "No, we don't we don't want that in the Capitol. Whatever you got to do, don't do it." Uh, the uh, look, I tell you what, how far we've come. Look at Steve Scalise. Steve Scalise didn't run around saying all. He was kind of the outsider. He was always fighting the inside the system, and we didn't fix problems. People would say, "Oh, he's just not one of us. He's one of those conservative nuts." Well, you know, where's Steve Scalise today? The difference is, my point is, I've noticed the more you're part of leadership at the Capitol, the more in, with the current system, the more your political life is dead. You have no future. You're doing things that the vast majority, when you run, you're exposed. So most of them don't run. Uh, Schroeder was an outsider. He voted some silly stuff, but he's certainly not John Kennedy. Kennedy, uh, and by the way, while he was a member of the House of Representatives, he was the total outsider. He fixed things. He changed things in Louisiana for the better. Nobody was for term limits except David Vitter. Nobody at the Capitol was for it. Legislators, uh, people all over the state. But the public was for it, and Vitter knew it. He went out across the state and crusaded, and he passed term limits. Uh, he was a very popular senator, but he didn't just stop there. We had a bad system where we rewarded, by the way, Gave out two-lane scholarships to families and everybody else. And who were the worst offenders? I mean, it was pathetic how bad. We were finding out rich rich cousins and uncles and aunts were getting two-lane scholarships from our legislators to their families. Mm -hmm. Guess who stood up and said no? Better. Do we have any of those people in this building? Nope. None. Uh, we don't have that kind of leadership. So... Um, but all of those people were antis. But you know what? The public liked them a lot, and they were very they were successful politicians. So you don't have any real, I guess you'd say a lot of people, you have some. But you have a lot of backbones in the building now. You have a lot of short, petty people who want to fight day and night, and they want to accuse. Look, when legislators can't get along and it's public spats like you're seeing now, and you have legislators calling and trying to hurt their colleagues in the district across the state. Yep. Uh, why would the, why wouldn't the public be disgusted with the performance yep. for the last four yep. years? By the way, by the way, I got to take another break, Barney. We get to the governor's poll and the governor's situation. But you know how petty it is when Tanner Big Mouth Bad News McGee he went to, on the Shreveport radio to Dog Doty Harden and Seaball and the rest of them that stood up and voted against a bill that Tanner McGee didn't even read. So you know it's petty. Let me take a break. Bernie Pinson asked his name. We'll take a break. Be right back. More in the governor's poll. We'll see what Bernie's take on that is.
Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that salsa and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Highland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, Hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. When politicians handcuff the police instead of criminals, we have a problem. This is Jeff Landry. As an experienced former police officer and sheriff's deputy, I will defend, not defund, our police. Serving as your attorney general, I've helped take hundreds of criminals off the street. I have seen the need for change, and I will lead. As your governor... I will reverse failed policies that are driving crime, bring truth and transparency to criminal justice, and help stop crime before it happens. To protect jobs and grow wages, we must have safety and security. Keeping kids out of crime starts with reforming our education system. The solution is not more liberal politics, but action. If you agree, join our campaign at jefflandry.com. Together, we can make Louisiana great. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. This hour of the Moon Graffon Show is brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show, 844-766-6607. It is a Moon Graffon Show. It is a Matthew James Tax Wealth Management hotline, and you can always email me, moon at moongraffon.com. Bernie Pimpsonat, who's been a poster forever, he's worked in politics, he's worked with Senator Bennett Johnson. I mean, he's, he's been around, and he's our special guest. Hey, Bernie, let's move on, because part of the poll that was conducted, they said July 6th to 10th, uh, was uh, about the governor's race. So tell us what the poll said, and what does it say to you? Well, Greg, uh, Greg primarily spent all the time on that. He and I agree. He wrote the summary on it, and it's like this, a two, this is a two-person race. Um, Jeff Landry's – everybody in Louisiana knows Jeff. The rest of them are barely known by 50 or 60%, even though they've spent a lot of money. Uh, the other, the the person, the person in second place who's most most likely to be in the runoff, of course, is Sean Wilson. Uh, and the four and five and six percent, most of the candidates are mired down there. Uh, you've seen a lot of money spent. Obviously, none of their ads are are worth even discussing. Uh, you don't have a lot of quality in their ads. I don't think most of them are on target. Uh, they're, 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 
the pack that spent all that money is maybe the, not not me. Most people talk to, if not all, cannot believe how bad those ads were and how ineffective they were and how off message. We have a saying, you know, and as opposed to you work with the message, you work with the, the PR team and you. this is what the message ought to be. These are what people Louisiana feel. This is how, this is what will resonate. These are all things we discuss in great detail and you come up with a you come up with an ad based on where the public is and how you get their attention and how you convert them to your side of the ledger. And um, obviously, the the except for Jeff Landry, the other ones to date have failed miserably. They, of course, they don't have the money he has, but they've spent a considerable amount of money and just gotten zero results. What about is it is it, is it? Bernie, I'm a little different than you and everybody else in these governors' races. I guess. I always got twists and turns, and they always come in the in the last month of the campaign, six weeks, and you know the devil's advocate, John George's rag, is going to beat up on Jeff for sure. But they'll beat up on any conservative that tries to get in the way with what they want. Uh, my question to you is, uh, you know, Gumbo Pack ain't started running yet. Uh, any of that stuff sways anything? Or you think the votes that you're seeing with people, everybody is, is pretty much locked in with what they're going to have? Because it sure is early. That's, I, I don't know how many people are paying attention to it. Well, it's early, but you can't downplay the significance of that survey and what the results are. And this survey is consistent with every poll. We've had, what, four or five? We've had one outlier, and it was an absolute fraud joke of a poll. It was, uh, it, it was as a pollster, it embarrassed me. It hurts my profession when this, this outfit releases this junk. I'm a pollster. I want the public to trust me and believe me when I release a poll. I don't want some renegade outfit out there releasing polls. We see that in national elections. And then everyone says you can't trust the polls. Well, they can't trust the polls because of this poll. Tell me, tell me, and, and one other thing I want, you to, I want you to bring. There was a poll out there that changed the race, but it was the only one. Talk about the ethics in, with pollsters and media. What's supposed to be kind of the ethics when you put a poll? Like, like if I ran a poll, Bernie... I ran a poll showing how great I was. You probably wouldn't want that printed because I ran the poll and I paid for it. But talk about the ethics of that that's not probably there anymore. Well, well, it's it's not that complicated. The uh, National Society of Pollsters and the media have rules and standards. Uh, Southern Media was a member of that. It was something, it was our code of conduct. We paid attention to it. We cared about it. We, we won't polling to be responsible. We want public to trust us. But you had a poll run by Gannett, and it was headlines were, 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 were number one, they didn't do any research on the survey, in my opinion. Uh, the, it was such an outlier. It was unbelievably off-the-wall related to everything and anything around it, yet Gannett trumpets it as if it's the latest, greatest poll, and Gannett ought to be ashamed of themselves. They need to go look at the standards that we have for the media about running a poll and what the media should ask of any polling firm before they publish it. And Bernie, let's Bernie, see the whole poll. Let's see who you call. Bernie, the look, fact that you can that call all Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. But the no, fact of the matter, the Gannett, the Gannett newspaper, and John George himself, you're not looking at people with, that care about ethics. They just don't. The devil's out. They just the ethics don't matter well, to those people. Well, that 
that that poll was a shocker to me. I didn't think that the media, you know, had so little disregard for ethics and polling, and that was one of the. That was, well, you know, as a pollster, why would anyone trust polls when the media uh, publicizes a poll? And we have it up in Washington. It's not just here. Uh, you saw a lot of polls on Fox News, by the way. I was like, wow, why'd they publish that piece of junk? I mean, there were polls about who was going to win in the Senate and who was going to win, who were Democrats and Republicans, and most of it turned out to be totally incorrect. Well, you know what? After that election, most most people says, you can't trust polls. Well, you can't trust polls because the media runs junk. They don't check it out. They don't demand to know what's behind the poll and who they actually call. My point is you can call a lot of Republicans and you can call a certain class of Republicans. You can call a certain area and you don't have to, if you're not forced to divulge it, it's going to show your candidate doing better than he actually is because you called his or her supporters. Yeah. Give me a break. That's, it's not hard to figure out what they're doing. Yeah, but you know, when you got, like, if you take Louisiana and you got a case where a certain media loves somebody, like with Bell Edwards, the where the advocate has become the uh, the devil's advocate become a press secretary for him, and then flip it, uh, they turn on Jindal. They don't like Jeff, and I don't care if somebody's voting for Jeff or not. I'm just saying, there's other candidates they can vote for somebody else. But we know they're going to turn on him, and 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 so when then they then they run a poll, and and the poll came from a pack from, of a candidate, and I, I that don't seem ethical to me. But I'll be honest with you. The pack was the smart one because they got it published. The media is the no, one that that the well, media is the one where the, the credibility goes down. Don't you think? Well, but you're hearing Bernie, who's made a, a living being a pollster and walks around Louisiana. I give talks to people, and uh, I, I avoided that all my life. I didn't take I didn't take uh, work when I thought it was. I didn't trust the people who wanted to pay me. It's just not worth it. Yeah, yeah. But there are people that their reputation really doesn't matter. But let me go back to what you're talking about. Here's yes, the problem. The problem is the poll and other polls are basically showing the same thing. Now, there there are other candidates, and you can tell, well, they're going to jump on them, they're going to jump on Jeff. The problem is if you – campaigns are run on money. Yep. And why would anyone give these candidates a lot of money right now when they've, they've, they've had some money and it just hasn't worked? Jeff put together an, an, a very smart campaign. He came out with a lot of uh, important Republican money people. He came out with various local elected officials endorsing him. He came out and pulled off one of the slickest moves I've ever seen in the Republican Party, which turns ATM machine, and he's got a lot of groups across the state that are endorsing him and helping him and giving him money. You can you can you can tear up Jeff all you want, but as long as Jeff dominates the money and he dominates the endorsements and he dominates the the poses he's doing, why would anyone invest and go invest in a candidate who's at four or six percent? They've got to do a lot better before you can even. There, there's nothing you can do to bring them from four percent. To fifteen percent when they don't have any any money in their account to run ads, so a lack of money will start shutting these campaigns down. That's, okay, let me that's a fact. let me let me take a break and we'll come back and wrap up this. Bernie Pinson has his name been a poster for a long time in Louisiana all his life, uh, pretty much all his life except when he had to go to Washington, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, we'll take a break. You're listening to the Moon Graffon Show.
I'm Mike Gwynn with Gwynn Auction Company, and I would like to sell your used construction equipment, farm equipment, and vehicles. We offer flexible seller's options, including buyout price, guaranteed sales price, and straight commission. Whether you are looking to reduce a fleet, liquidate a business, or get a high wholesale value on your trade when purchasing new equipment, we have a plan for you. Give us a call today. Let's talk auction. 337-824-0422. Have you heard about stockapond.com? Are you looking to get in a private bass and brim fishing lease? Or maybe fish stocking for your private lake or pond? Then Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery has what you are looking for in business for over 30 years. Shepherd's Acadiana Fish Hatchery offers the best private fishing lease and fish for stocking lakes and ponds in Louisiana. You can visit that website at stockapond.com. That's stockapond.com. Don't forget it, stockapond.com. Louisiana is unique. The food, the festivals, even the bugs. It's termite season. Did you know termites are responsible for over $1 billion worth of damage in Louisiana alone? For over 60 years, J&J Exterminating has been shielding homes and businesses. 100% guaranteed against termites, pests, and mosquitoes. Louisiana-owned, customer-focused. J&J Exterminating. Call them today, make the pests go away. Get the shield. Yeah. Hey, folks, discover Raging Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning, and Raging Cajun Foods' delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, Creole sauce, seasonings, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. Raging Cajun's authentic recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana for over 38 years. As for Raging Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today, Raging Cajun, original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask him for that Raging Cajun. During the hot weather. Welcome back, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management Hotline. Bernie Pinson not speaking to us. Uh, poll out by the Citizens for New, New Louisiana. We've been talking mostly about the poll, the governor's race, the legislature, and things of that nature. Bernie, uh, I, I told you earlier, I read a headline. Uh, they, they, CNBC, you know, not they, very, very liberal, but they, they did this friendly business deal that 10 metrics, and and then a guy writes an article saying business should flee Louisiana as, a po- as soon as possible. I mean, that's national article. And I'm going, holy cow, what a slap. But then when you look at all the metrics, nothing's changed. I, I think I, I think Edwards set us back 10 years. I hope to God we can change that. But, but I really – and then you get – you have Republican leadership in the House and Senate that was so bad – Hell, they might have had. They may have helped him set it back ten years. There was nothing. The governor who's leaving can not stand up and say, "Look what I've done." He can, but unless it had something to do with federal money or Medicaid expansion, there's not one thing that got better. Well, I have a different take. I'm going to compliment him on on being one of the better governors I've ever seen on taking Republicans and making them lapdogs. 
Oh, yeah, no, he definitely <laughs> beat them. He, he ate them up. I mean, we, I cannot believe how these people went to the Capitol every day, and the governor says, okay, this is it, this what, whatever. And it's like, okay, uh, we're with you. What do you want? No, no, yeah, it's, Bernie, this, but, but Bernie, I said, it, it hold was, on, let was, me stop you. I said this a long time. I said he rolls over to his wife laughing in the morning. And his wife, his wife goes, well, baby, what you smiling and laughing about? He said, I get to go against Republicans. You know how weak the leadership is? And they well, laugh together, and he goes to work. Well, look, he gets 110-plus uh, uh, out of me on, on taking a Republican supermajority now in both houses and rolling over them, making them, if he told them to jump, they would jump, whatever they did. Uh, the... Um, it's just mind-boggling how the legislature has no initiative. They didn't go, like you're saying, I, I was interested. You know, the Congress is now, okay, let's look into AI. Let's see how it's going to affect us. As bad as Congress is, they still get this much. They're looking at even something I was, I'm a golfer. They were looking into the future of golf. They're, they look into things that come up that may affect the country. That's their job. Yeah. They have hearings. Do we have any hearings in this state? No. If you're if you're a, a voter in Louisiana, you do not want to go to the Capitol and go to any committee hearing because it is a waste of your time. There's nothing there that's going to interest you. There's nothing being discussed as far as long-term approach to what's going to fix these problems. They had the weakest milk toast, most worthless bill ever passed in the history of legislation when it comes to automobile insurance. Anybody listen to this program, do you think the legislature did a good job on rate blowing your automobile insurance? No. 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 Well, you I mean, could you could go through the whole process on that. I mean it's it's just it's look, just look at all the surveys that have come out by these companies related to the governor's race. A standard question is do you think things are getting better or worse or worse? Every one of them. Not not just this poll. I mean, they are showing these people did nothing. We don't see any progress. Nothing's happened. All of the things that are bad that we're famous for are still bad. Mississippi has moved into the middle of the pack on reading scores. Louisiana lags. They don't lag behind. They're basically now that the BC wants to change the grade. So it's so bad. So they, it will appear that they passed. And the legislature has done nothing. Had no hearings. Let me ask a question, Bernie. Uh, they don't have any hearings on anything. No. Let me ask you a question. So veto session. Uh, don't answer yet. It's, it's, I don't know if you think we'll have one. Anything will get done. They ask, uh, they ask Brett Island, and this is what you mean by Edwards beating Republicans. Watch this. So now just uh, they were talking about the uh, override. So they ask Brett Island, quote, he hasn't decided whether he will pursue a veto override yet. He is consulting with Cortez and the governor over what to do. Now, that's Brett Island. <laughs> who's the head of a committee, who's in leadership, he got to go find out from Blank Page and Governor Edwards what to think, what to say, what to do. Goes back to what well, you said. Let, Edwards let me, owned them all, the leadership people. Well, here's, here's what's missing. I need to talk to my constituents to see how important this is to them. Then I'll... I'll it isn't about what's going on in Baton Rouge. No, it's about Bernie. the people that, that, no, Bernie, that elected no, Bernie. you. I agree with you, but that's not what Brett Island did, who's trying to get his son elected. Well, know, he said, but, well, let me go talk to the governor to see what I need to do. Lord have mercy. Who but, wants a representative like that? But why, why are we in the predicament we're in? Because 
it's about back home and what they're suffering, what they don't do. I mean, one of the jokes at the Capitol is if you gave LSU or you gave every university in Louisiana a billion dollars, they'd be looking for more tomorrow. Uh, it doesn't matter that 20 parishes in North Louisiana below poverty level. These universities don't really care about that. Give me more, give me more, give me more. Let me build, let me build. But the, the, the poverty across Louisiana, we're going to lose another congressional seat. And these people are like a McDonald's hamburger. Let's get a body in here. It doesn't matter if they pass or not. Most of them don't. But let's get that money. The rest of the state's going to hell in the handbasket. And do you think these people actually care? No. no. It's all about their university. If, if they would have cared. the doors open. If they would have cared, we wouldn't have 40-some percent on Medicaid. If they would have cared, we would have real jobs here, and we wouldn't be exporting our kids. If they would have cared, we wouldn't be just running up debt. You know they borrowing $400 million after having $2.2 billion to spend? According to the uh, treasurer, they're going to borrow $400 million more money to spend. Well, uh, you know, I'm not – as opposed to – and um, again, this isn't just this survey. It's surveys that we're seeing. It's questions we're asking. Legislators are, run, are asking questions as they run. And I'll tell you one of the good news is that I'm talking to a lot of the candidates out there who are running. And I think there's going to be a different approach. Most of these freshmen that are replacing the people that they're leaving are actually, this is what I have picked up or enjoyed. They don't really want to be part of the group that's here. They, they, I think they're hoping that as a freshman class, they're better, uh, have a better feel for coming from different backgrounds. And literally, I, I hate to say this, but it's, I'm not going to say all of them, but a lot of them are saying they really like coming into, coming into this with this group. They're like, I, I really don't want to be kind of part of them. And they don't know how to say it, but they're looking, they're hoping that the freshman class has has better ideas and better solutions. So I think that's a, something that I'm impressed with as we uh, see these candidates emerge across the state to come to Baton Rouge. I think you're going to have maybe a better freshman class than we've ever had because it can't, you know, it really can't be any worse. And I, I'm not. I'm not saying that this is Bernie. I'm looking at polling data. I'm looking at the yeah, lack of yeah, results. I'm yeah. seeing that you, if you're talking to people back home, which is your point about Ollie, those are the people that matter. It doesn't matter about Baton Rouge. And I tell any candidate that I talks about running, please go to Baton Rouge and represent the people back home. Do not go to Baton Rouge and represent the lobbyists and all your buddies and your cliques and your um party stuff and this group and that group that is not that's killing louisiana we've just got to have a different approach yeah no doubt about it well you got some very good uh, conservatives you know like blake miguez and alan seaball and dody horton and uh, uh you know kathy edmondson and uh valerie hodges and all these people running these some of these people are trying to run in the senate we need to we need to remember the good strong ones and get rid of the bad ones. We really have to watch. The ones tied to good old boy network that just want to bring money home, you need to run away from people like that because they're not going to look at the big picture. They're not going to look at the big picture. Well, one of the good things that that I'm I'm going to add to, one of the good things that came out of this, we're seeing seeing the worst worst performance, and that's what the 
surveys are saying. Out of this group, they're the most dis disrespected, I guess you'd say, as a group. Uh, so it's a good example of the people who are running for the legislature of what not to do, mm -hmm. how not to act. Yeah. So there is some good will come out of this. I think you're going to at least uh, the, the 19, if you're in the 19 and you're looking at polling data and you haven't been part of it, you don't want to be part of it, you stood up or whatever, I'm not saying you're right or wrong, but I can tell you this much. If you're looking at any of these surveys and how the money was spent and how it was passed in the last minute and all the other stuff, the, the public's certainly more on your side than they're on the majority. No doubt about it. Bernie, we got to go. It was a pleasure. Enjoyed it. Thanks for all your updates and uh, insight. And uh, we'll do it again soon. God bless. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Talk right. to you later, man. All right, Bernie. Thank you, man. Uh, Moongraphon.com. Listen live. Another hour to go. But the rest of you have a great day. By the way, I'm 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 out tomorrow. Uh, I got two more days in in August, Brandon. That's about it. And I'm back here for the duration. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. I'm, I won't. Brandon will. A show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. I'm here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL.